0: into A to Z sports prime time on a Sunday night from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're unfamiliar, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford has got you covered. Go visit them in Mount Juliet at the dealership or online at tworiversford.com. You can get the Intel edge you need to succeed with the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on Sunday night football, as the Philadelphia Eagles score again on Monday night football, on Sundays baseball, anything in between. Superbook Sports has you covered. And of course, when you need to run off your day of football snacking and couch sitting, you go to TrueMav Fitness a new way to work out with their 45-minute boot camp-style classes that will get you on your fitness journey the right way. TrueMathFitness.com for your first class free. So, in the time that we have been off, the Tennessee Volunteers have done the unthinkable. Yesterday afternoon and into yesterday evening, they upset the team that had won to this point, to yesterday's point, 50 straight games against them the Alabama Crimson Tide it took a force of nature it took a missed field goal it took recovery by the University of Tennessee that I have not seen uh, in quite some time a lot of tears from a lot of grown men women children all the same it was an incredible moment I was not in Knoxville obviously but I was at a, at a bar here in Nashville watching with many, many tortured balls fans, and I felt, you know, I felt the spirit of you, and while being among you, I, uh, you know, I'm rocking my uh, University of Tennessee pullover tonight from my last trip to Knoxville when they did the Unthinkable then. They beat the Florida Gators. So now not only have they beaten Alabama, now... We're talking about college football playoff implications because this is the number three team in the country. Now, as Nicholas uh, Gerstenberger says, the Vols are back. Hell yes, it feels like 98. This is a legitimate football program that has the ability to compete with anybody in the country. And by virtue of not only Alabama losing, but by USC losing to Utah last night after the Vols game concluded, now we can start to have some fun. So I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take here this evening on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch as we talk about the miraculous Tennessee Volunteers. If you're an Alabama fan, I'd be happy to hear from you. If you're just a general college football fan, SEC fan, if you are an unbiased party, your opinions are welcome. Where do you rank last night's Vols win over Alabama on your all-time list? Is it the best game that you've ever seen? Is there a game from your childhood memory that makes you feel like this was something like reminiscent of a certain type of game that you've witnessed in years past? It's your Two Rivers Ford take, as always, it is made possible by the lovely folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for the best car buying experience possible. And it doesn't matter how you like to shop because Two Rivers Ford always goes above and beyond to make sure that you enjoy the car buying experience. Because if you have bought a vehicle from somewhere else, you know that it's not always an enjoyable experience, which is why Two Rivers Ford goes above and beyond to make sure their customer service is not only exceptional, but in fact, award-winning. The 2023 model year Fords are out at Two Rivers Ford, and as always, you can count on Two Rivers Ford to make purchasing a 2023 Ford fast, easy, and fun. There are so many different ways for you to shop. You can go out to the dealership and visit with them. You can meet with the guy who sold me my uh, 2022 Ford Explorer, Jonathan Wittellick, or any of their non-commissioned salespeople. You can call them on the phone. The number is simple, 1-800-900-1000, or you can head to tworiversford.com to check out their inventory and custom order the exact Ford you want. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, Where does this rank for you among the all-time Vols games that you have seen? Uh, Derek R. says, number one for games that I remember, but I have a crap memory. At least he's honest. Uh, Matthew Williamson says, Georgia fan here. Can't wait for the November 5th game. Go dogs in Athens. It's going to be rocking. And it should absolutely be a competitive football game. Uh, This is right up there with the Georgia Hail Mary game, says David King. Ooh, I would I would argue I, I would argue well listen I some of you have been around longer than I have some of you have paid attention to the University of Tennessee longer than I have certainly I'm as you know in the last probably four or five seasons well no really since Butch um so like six or seven seasons that's that's as much of a sample size as I've had obviously I've seen Tennessee games prior to moving here prior to working here and living here but nothing like I saw last night. Where it ranks for me, uh, I'll tell you in a little bit. But to relive some of the imaging from last night is certainly a sight to see. So that, of course, is Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker calling game on the Chase McGrath field goal to win it. Uh, it's it's a game that the Vols don't normally survive. Obviously, high scoring, fifty-nine to forty-two turnovers. Hendon Hooker throwing his first interception of the season and a fumble recovered for a touchdown. That they I have seen them snowball in the wrong direction so many times over an offense that overpowered the incredible Alabama defense in a big spot and a a, a defense that while they did, you know, I mean, Alabama got theirs, right? Bryce Young, no matter what kind of shape that he's in, played exceptionally well. I really enjoyed watching those two as both Heisman hopefuls. One is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and the other is somebody who is competing for the Heisman Trophy this season and certainly... Uh, we'll have this to bolster his resume. This is the kind of thing that I think makes this the best Vols game that I have ever seen in my time consuming them. Perhaps you feel differently. Perhaps you've got a longer memory than I do. You know, I don't like recency bias, but man, it's tough to think of a bigger spot, a bigger opportunity, a bigger victory than the one that the Tennessee Vols claimed at home Against Alabama, Nick Saban and Bryce Young last night—truly spectacular to behold. Uh, Bryce Erickson says accurately, Jalen Hyatt never has to pay for a drink in Knoxville again. I, it's not—it's not just that you survive, man; it's that you beat him, right? And I want to get into that—you know—that concept a little more right after I tell you that the uh, primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. We're doing Vols Intel tonight if you need real estate intel. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage has you covered at garyashton.com. They are the official real estate agent of the Preds, as I mentioned. They can be your official realtor just as they are mine because they are going to get you the information you need to succeed, that Intel edge that nobody else can provide. It helps you sell your home without any showings or staging. It helps you sell your home for more. Most importantly, helps you find your next home while the market is still hot. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the best in the business. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So an absolutely incredible, insane scene. The goalposts both ripped down. One of them ended up in the Tennessee River. Uh, The other apparently ended up on Frat Row. In Knoxville, uh, we're going to talk to Mike Wilson, who wrote the story on one of the field goals journey throughout campus or field goal post journey throughout campus um, uh, tomorrow on the show. By the way, the radio show is going to be jam packed. Three hours of balls. We're going to break down the game uh, inch by inch, detail by detail with Ron Slay, with uh, with Mike Wilson, with Josh Pate of CBS Sports. It is going to be a spectacular event, so I hope you guys hang out with us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone as we talk about the Tennessee Volunteers and their spectacular path to victory. But that's the thing. It's not that you just survived Alabama. It's that you flat beat them. Now, uh, were there some questionable officiating calls that I know a lot of Alabama fans uh, are quick to point to? I think that that non-targeting call on Bryce Young by Amari, is it Amari Thomas, number 21, the big nose tackle? Um, I, I think that could have gone either way. I truly do. I was honestly surprised to not see them call it, even as I thought, you know, okay, for the most part, they're letting they're letting people play in these moments. I also thought that there was a missed pass or a uh, an egregious pass interference call on Tennessee that I thought worked to Alabama's benefit. No officiating is going to. There's no going to be, there's not going to be a clean officiating game, right? So let's, let's put the refs aside, even as I understand and acknowledge for the sake of Alabama fans, that they do play a role in the outcome of the game, but you look at this situation and you say, despite all those things, Alabama still made plays. The defense of Alabama made plays. They turned the balls over twice. And in Hooker, as I mentioned, through his his first interception, I think that there were so many different ways to break this down and say, "Okay, this is the moment where it felt like the Vols could have lost the game. And yet they found ways on in all three phases, the field goal kicker included, who hit a bit of a knuckleball that you weren't quite certain was going in until you saw the officials give the signal. All of these things, I thought, contributed to a spectacular performance in the best game that I have seen from a Tennessee team in quite some time. Ali Sorrel uh, says either Ali or Ali, forgive me if I've uh, mispronounced it. Tennessee versus Florida State for the first BCS championship is the most memorable for me. Peerless price down the sideline for the win. Uh, Nicholas says it was such an ugly kick. I real I thought I thought that it got like affected uh, as as he was uh, as he was trying to get the ball off, but it looked like he just hit a knuckleball. Still, he hit the kick that the Alabama kicker couldn't make. And my God, what a real thing Alabama kicker curses are because I felt for that guy. And it's not the first, I mean, against a he missed a couple of critical kicks that could have put them in a more comfortable position. Obviously, they turned the ball over. Alabama did at a far greater rate um, with uh, Jalen Milrow as the quarterback as opposed to Bryce Young. But Ben Hall says the Holy Spirit willed that ball through. No, I don't. don't attribute it to divine intervention. Honestly, I think that takes something away from the team and the accomplishment that they had. Not listen, if you have religious preferences, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to tell you otherwise. If you want to believe that the, that there was a higher power that willed that ugly field goal through the uprights then by all means. If you have something to have faith in, that's how these things go. Uh, but I think that uh, I think the more that you look at these things I think the more that you look at these things, you have to give credit where credit is due. Tennessee won the football game. And I think there's a lot of Alabama fans that would be i am mean, not at peace with it, not at peace with it, but look at that and say, OK, yes, there is some officiating that Bama fans disagreed with. There is always going to be a conversation around that, no matter who the opponent is, no matter how accustomed they are to winning and how. Uh, and no matter how rare it is that they lose, like Alabama does. But I think a lot of people looked at that game and said, Tennessee won the football game in ways that Alabama had the opportunity to do so and did not take advantage in the ways that you're accustomed to seeing them do so. And they were pushed by a team that is, I mean, f- flatly, uh, it seems they're equal, which is crazy, crazy to say out loud. But, you know, even if they lose to Georgia, uh, there's no question that this is a team that should be given consideration for the college football playoff, and we'll talk about their ranking here in just a second. Um, Who had the bigger meltdown, Robbie Anderson or Tom Brady? I don't care about NFL today. There's nothing in the NFL that interests me as much as this game. Um, So, you know, you you can save the NFL for tomorrow. I'm sure we'll talk Titans in all likelihood the rest of the week. But this is too big of a college football game to ignore, and I will not have it distracted from, you know, stupid shit that happened in a bunch of meaningless NFL games of zero consequence to the Tennessee Titans today. Uh, Jonathan U- Usury or Usury says, Buck, look at Lane Kiffin's tweet. I did see. I did see the uh, the photoshopped mustard bottle hitting Nick in the back of the head as he threw his temper tantrum last night because he did. He, You want to talk about temper tantrums? Nick, Nick got hot. Uh, you know, I've seen Nick get heated in the middle of a game before but nah it's been it's been quite a while since i've seen him lose his cool like that and by the way he should have because there were penalties all over the place in ways that i am not accustomed to seeing from a nick saban coached team uh all right let's uh let's talk uh let's talk about where they rank because they are now tennessee the number three team in the country and we will discuss whether that is too high too low or just right based on the performance of everybody else this weekend let's talk about it together Uh, While you guys uh, tell me whether it's too high, too low, or just right, the number three team in the Associated Press Top 25 poll, we will talk about the place that is number one no matter where you go when it comes to wagering on football, baseball, basketball soon, and hockey this sports season. That, of course, is Superbook Sports. Superbook is the place that you go for the best possible Gambling experience. You can wager on every major sport in the Superbook Sports app. You can get your first bet matched up to $1,000 whether the bet wins or loses. You can take the fight to Vegas all in the palm of your hand in the Superbook Sports app. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So, too high, too low, or just right based on the ranking of the Tennessee Volunteers. Bryce Erickson says, too low. They should have bumped Ohio State down to three and Tennessee to two, but now that they are top three, they control their own destiny. Agreed. Uh, Just right, according to David Williams. Last night illustrated why we all love college football. No cries over NFL games like they do games. No one cries over NFL games like they do for games like last night. Absent the Super Bowl and probably not even the Super Bowl, right? Because there is, I mean, there are some hundred year old traditions in the NFL, the, the Packers, the bears, like there are storied franchises that have, you know, long-term fan base, but like think about the Titans Titans are what less than 25 years old Um, as the Tennessee Titans. I know the Houston Oilers go back to 1960, but you understand my point, right? There's not that same embedded ingrained passion, fervor, legit family ties in a lot of NFL franchises as there are in so many different college football programs. Around the country, uh, it just says Facebook user, so I'm not sure the name there, but it says too low. Okay, I'll take that for what it's worth. Um, with their defense, this is Bork Borkington. Uh, it feels about right. If they win the next two, then move them to two. Well, you know, I there's not a lot of people that were overreacting to what the Vols did last night because I thought most of the reaction was appropriate. But Chris Doring, who of course is on the SEC Network, played. Uh, played wide receiver at Florida, as you're well aware as a Tennessee Volunteers fan. Chris got on the SEC Network yesterday, and he had some strong positions about where Tennessee should be ranked. I'm going to apologize to all the Tennessee fans on behalf of me and Takiyo Spikes. Last night we both sat up here, we talked about who the midway point coach of the year was and we both left Josh Heupel off. Josh Heupel has done a fantastic job, he's the best coach in the SEC, best coaching job this year in the SEC, and Tennessee is the number one team in the country. With that resume right now, they should jump to the top of the rankings and be the number one team in the country. So that is Chris Doring, former Florida wide receiver, now a college football analyst for ESPN and the SEC Network, saying that the Vols should be the number one team in the country. And I'm not ready to go there yet. I think head-to-head, Ohio State's offense is still something that would push Tennessee, but I do think that Tennessee is as good as any of these teams. Now, the defense is still a question. The defense who allowed 49 points last night, who may just sweat it out, I know there were some turnovers involved in that. The defense didn't give up all 49 points, but still there are some clear and obvious deficiencies to what the Vols are right now. But you consider the idea that they were out Jalen McCullough, their starting safety. They were without Cedric Tillman, as they have been for the past couple of weeks. I think that number three is quite appropriate. I would say just right for Tennessee at this point in time. I think that if they are to go to number one, they are going to have to earn the opportunity against the University of Georgia, in about a month from now, they'll have UT Martin to you know kind of uh, kind of uh, uh, <laughs> beat up on, for lack of a better term. Uh, and then obviously they'll have Kentucky, who they do have a pretty successful record against. But I will say to you that if they want to be the number one team in the country, they are going to have. I mean, it seems ridiculous to say do more than beat Alabama, but man. I really do think that I really do think that they have to that they have to earn it a little bit more. But top three ain't bad. You're uh, listening and watching it is e Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios, uh, celebrating many of you a Tennessee Vols win based off of last night's results. Um, you know the college football playoff is very much in the picture. You look at the uh, you you look at the situation um, and say the USC loss is as big as any situation outside of Tennessee obviously winning that impacted their uh ability uh their ability to uh to do these uh to you know have this conversation around them Ben Hall says because if you look at it that vaunted Alabama defense gave up 52 points the listen the offense is real nobody's questioning the offense I do think that Ohio State and Alabama frankly could go point for point with them Alabama could have right they could have won the game on the field goal that uh they missed Tennessee ended up making so Let's, let's, you know, let's stay in the moment. Let's stay present, even as it hard it is to do, because of course you beat Alabama for the first time in 15 years, 2006. I don't even, I didn't, I didn't my driver's license in 2006. The last time that Tennessee beat a good Alabama team, uh, in a meaningful way, uh, it's, it's a, it's an incredible streak that they were able to, uh, get off their back last night. And I thought that that was as impressive as anything that we have seen. Um, let's see, uh, Buck, you've been smoking penitentiary blunts, bro. I mean, listen, uh, you know, it, it would only, the only thing that that would do to alter my state of mind is make me think more of the Vols. Now I was drinking heavily last night watching that Vols game. So certainly, uh, you know, when the, when the, uh, when the beer and the tequila and the white Walker shots at Tin roof started flowing, your boy was feeling it, but it did not impact the way that I felt. I mean, it certainly impacted my morning, but once I got through that morning, I watched that game back, and I said to myself, "They went out there and won the game. Good for them." Now we can talk about the college football playoff for the University of Tennessee. That's right, some pretty nice stuff. Major Key says, I, uh, "I keep forgetting how young you are, Buck." I mean, I'm not that. No, listen, I'm not that young anymore. I turned 29 this year. 20, 29 does not feel like you can call me young anymore. Uh, John Glennon of Sports Illustrated still calls me Young Buck every time he sees me at practice uh for the Titans and I just I'm like Johnny I'm almost 30 I don't think you I'm younger than you but I <laughs> I feel older and older every day anyway let's uh let's do this is a free site the best thing that I saw on the internet there's a couple of different things that I saw that made me laugh but none more so than Lane kiffin in the pregame conversations with college game day I'm going to show you this clip if you haven't seen it and I'm going to ask you is this is, can you finally now as a fan base all all of you Forgive Lane Kiffin, because you're just now starting to pull yourself out of the cycle that old Lane Kiffin caused. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that TrueMav Fitness is the place that you go to get your fitness goals started, to get your fitness journey started, no matter what level of fitness you are currently at. They will put you in a position to succeed. They do that with group classes that they offer, about 45 minutes in length, anywhere from 40 to 45 minutes. They give you the appropriate technique. They walk you through each of the boot camp style workouts that they have. They have different uh, levels for you to be able to operate to make sure that you are comfortable while still physically pushing yourself. They're helping me reach my goals of 200 pounds by Super Bowl. They can do the same for you. Your first class is free as a middle Tennessee resident at trumavfitness.com conveniently located in downtown Nashville in the Gulch, right by Pegleg Porker and Uncommon James. For those of you ladies in the audience who like to do your jewelry shopping, maybe you go get some jewelry, maybe you go uh, sweat it out afterwards, whatever makes you happy. trumavfitness.com. All right. Uh, can we all now move on from Lane Kiffin since he clearly and obviously not only is tweeting trolls of Nick Saban today, but leaning in on his support for the uh, university and the program that he very, very much spurned, what, almost 15 years ago. If you think I don't know Tennessee's playing Alabama, I mean, who doesn't know that? So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say except for, hey, let's both beat the state of Alabama today. Go balls! Oh. <laughs> hey, hey. There's a profanity. Hey. Really hey. The oh, and, ju- and just like that. Always forgiven. forgiven. <laughs> so that's Lane Kiffin doing a mic'd-up moment for college game day in the pregame. Obviously, Peyton Manning, the guest picker, Pat McAfee. You know, it was a, an insane scene on campus before that 2:30 Central Time kickoff where Tennessee ended up beating Alabama. Now Lane Kiffin won yesterday, too. He beat Auburn uh fairly soundly. In a big game, so you know, Lane Lane likes to troll, Lane likes to needle Tennessee fans, but he is uh <laughs> he is he is truly something, and to see how it has come full circle, it's pretty good, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's been 13 years since we last got him with golf balls and mustard. So, yes, it's Stephen 1986. All right, all is forgiven. He is an A1 troll, man. Uh Mark Dalton says, All is not forgiven, he is a weasel. Yeah, but he's a funny weasel. So I, I I'll forgive him a lot for being a fun. Lane, I think I uh, I think Lane is less weaselish than he's ever been. I think you know he's grown up quite a bit. But uh, I, I don't. I know a lot of you will not be willing to forgive Lane Kiffin. I just I can't help but love the guy. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. Lovely to be back. Lovely to be back at work. All gas, no breaks until Super Bowl is concluded. We are back for the remainder of football season. Five nights a week on the primetime show. Five days a week. On the radio show, the 615 sessions, the install, everything. We are full steam ahead through the end of the NFL season, to be sure. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Get you back in time to watch the two-minute warning of this uh, ass-kicking between the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys as we sit here tonight. But we will do it again tomorrow night at 8 p.m. If I don't catch you on the radio show starting at 10, where it will be all Vols all day long. See you guys. Here's All right, we here. haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What, what, that's, that's it. No, we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> peace, peace out by the GM.